What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Internet Capitalist Podcast with Luke Kish, where we talk about mindsets, experiences, and frameworks that will help you have fun, get rich, build cool shit, and positively impact the world. I am your host, Luke Kish, and welcome to episode number 40 of the podcast, all about why nice people don't win in business. You may be thinking, oh, fuck, I'm a nice person. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And I want to clarify this because, you know, I do think that being a nice person, being a good person is obviously uh, a core tenant to winning in life in general and then also in business. But I do believe that overly nice people, people who are hyper agreeable, people who really what it boils down to, don't like confrontation, which is a very normal thing, by the way. Confrontation is an unenjoyable human experience. It's a challenging human experience. It's a, it's an experience that humans naturally ev- ev- avoid. And I think that's a big reason why people who are overly nice don't win in business, right? It's like You have somebody like I have, I'm very sensitive. I have a big heart. Like I like to help people. I like to, you know, make people feel good. And often that trait of mine will work at a crossroads against my progress and against my growth in business. And I have to really, really, really look at it square and say, okay, like, you know, this conversation is going to suck, right? Like I really do like this person, but they still have to go. Or, you know, the job is just not getting done and that's all there is to it. We got to let this person go. And I think that uh, a lot of people have an inability to confront challenging things, right? And I think specifically very nice people or what you would call like hyper agreeable people, people that, you know, for lack of better words, don't have too much of a backbone, And aren't able to like push through things, ideas, concepts, even people when necessary. And that's why nice people don't win in business often. And I think that, you know, it doesn't mean that like you have to be a dickhead, piece of shit, scumbag, scam artist, mean person, like, you know, manipulative and like uh, a psycho to win in business. I just think that you know, you need to manage your niceness to progress and to move forward. I heard Gary Vee, you know, talk about how um, he wishes Steve Jobs was, you know, a more nice CEO because everybody modeled themselves after Steve Jobs and Steve Jobs was portrayed as a huge dickhead in his in the uh, movie that like did his, the Apple movie, right. That did like the whole story of Steve jobs and Apple. And he's like, well, I think that's horrible. I'm the nice guy. And you know, I'm thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, you know, I do agree with that like theory, but then I'm like, would Apple still have existed? Right. Like would the iPhone still have happened in the way it did? And then you could argue, well, I'm sure there's an infinite possibility in which one of those were the situations. But the truth is, it just wasn't right. It was a guy who was mean at times, was aggressive at times, was overly confrontational at times, almost scared people at times. But then look what that did. Right. Like people react and respond to intensity and to um, to clarity of 
vision. And it's not like, I think like Steve Jobs was a mean person for the sake of being a mean person. It was like, he had such an intense vision that, you know, there was so much energy moving in that direction that anything less than moving in that direction was just not tolerated. And to me, I think that's okay. And there's also a saying that, you know, behind closed doors, Bill Gates has made more grown men cry than any other people in the world. Right? We're talking about Microsoft and Apple, right? We're talking about the head honchos of those two things. And it's like, yeah, okay, you know, could they have been done more softer or with people who were more, you know, I don't know how to say it, pussyfootish? I don't know. I think probably not, to be honest. And I'm just going to have to hard disagree with, um, with Gary Vee on this one, you know? So is it important to be a good person? Yes. Is it important to be a nice person? Yes. But if you want to build a business and you have a mission that's important and worthwhile, then guess what? You're going to have to push the mission forward. And sometimes this means being a little bit ruthless, right? Sometimes this means being a little bit aggressive. Sometimes this means diving into confrontation, looking at the demons that you have in yourself and then that you have in your company, right? Metaphorically speaking, looking at the challenging things that most people avoid, right? The the challenging thoughts, ideas, concepts, conversations, projects, tasks, things that you have to take care of that most people just avoid at all costs. And um, you have to deal with them. You know, that is all there is to it. So, you know, I think that that is why if you're overly nice, if you're overly, you know, like concerned with how other people are thinking about you, if you're overly concerned with, oh, does this person like me? You know, like leadership is not a popularity contest. Leadership is not a place or a thing to do if you're trying to make everybody happy, right? Like, Leadership is about making people grow and making people grow often means helping them realize in themselves their shortcomings, right? Like creating the space for that to happen. That doesn't happen by making people happy, right? Like people have problems, they have situations, they have stories, they have all of this shit that they bring to the table and a good CEO's job sees through it and says, look, okay, okay, your feelings are your feelings, your story is your story, all of those things, you know, I empathize with you for. And at the same time, you know, you're still X, Y, Z. So, you know, what we're talking about here today is why X, Y, Z is not happening. So, you know, let's address this, right? Let's talk about this right now. That is a hard thing for overly nice people to do, right? There's a there's a quote, if you want to make everyone happy, don't lead a business, uh, you know, uh, serve people ice cream. Like ice cream makes people happy. Growing, going through growth and uh, discomfort and, you know, going through challenging things as a company, as a team, as an individual, that is not fun while it's happening. It's fun in hindsight where you're like, oh, wow, I'm greater now. I'm better now. I'm bigger now. I'm glad that this person challenged me. I'm glad that this person didn't just, you know, you know, pander me and 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 make me feel good and, you know, uh, protected and coddled 
which really ended up just making me weaker and dumber and more delusional, which is the truth, by the way. It's like if you get coddled and you get overly saved, right? And oh, all of your mistakes are, you know, there's good reason for them. All of your shortcomings, there's good reason for them. And you're just constantly just saved by anyone, whether it's a parent, a coworker, a leader, a boss, you turn into a weaker, dumber, more delusional, less capable version of yourself. On the contrary, if you have someone who helps you look at yourself in the fucking eyes and say, hey, look, I'm looking at you right now, me to me, right? Like I'm in the mirror staring at myself. Where are you falling short? Did you fuck this up, right? Like, did you make the mistake? And then, you know what? You made the mistake. You either need to fix it now quickly or things aren't going to work, right? Like having those conversations with yourself are what allow you. And then with, with a leader or a leader having them with the organization is what allowed the organization and the people within it to grow. You know, so one is being coddled. There's a saying, it's like, don't prepare the road for the child, prepare the child for the road. Meaning like, don't create this super safe, overly nice environment for everybody inside your organization, right? Like create an environment and an attitude within the people that in, in, in inside your organization where they feel like they can conquer what's coming, whether it's challenging or not, right? Frank Slootman, who is the CEO of Snowflake, which is like a data science company, cloud data science company. He said, uh, when he was asked, he's like, you know, everybody talks about how the work environment needs to feel so safe. It needs to feel so, you know, like everybody feels safe, right? There's all this fucking shit that has nothing to do with work that people are worried about. That's all psychological and internal and bullshit. And Frank Slootman's response was, um, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. And I'm like, oh, wow, this guy is a CEO of a hundred plus billion dollar market cap company. And he goes, I don't feel safe. He's like, if I don't feel safe, why or how should anybody else feel safe? And I just couldn't agree with that more. It's like, CEOs are often high anxiety, high functioning, but high anxiety, pretty paranoid. You know, it's like the job of the leader is often to think about everything that could go wrong before it does go wrong and then try and protect ourselves from things going wrong. And that is, you know, if you're not that type of person and you walked into that person's head, you know, most people will just immediately crack and crumble and fail. Like that's just all there is to it, right? It's a, it's a certain kind of cat that actually can do that because it's just how they're wired. And, you know, the response was just so eloquent and it was beautiful. It made so much sense. It's like, dude, I'm not safe in my own head. Like, I, like the company's not safe. Someone's trying to kill us at all times. Someone's trying to take our business and put us under at all times. Someone, the competition is trying to steal the market at all times. Things are changing all around us at all times, right? Like, we spend in our company four or $500,000 a month on ads sometimes, right? And you think Facebook is considerate about the changes that they're making and how it's affecting us or Google or YouTube are considerate about the changes they're making and how it's affecting us. No, they don't give a fuck. They could care less. They're doing what they need to do to survive, 
right? Whether that kills us or not. So if I'm not safe, right, I'm the CEO, I have what you would appear to be the most upside. I also have the most risk, but like if the CEO is not safe, if the guy running the thing is not safe, then, then how is it like a priority to create the uh, really just false reality that everyone's just safe? It's like, no, dude, like if someone better comes along, guess what? You're probably going to get replaced. Just like if a better company comes along delivering our product or service, you're going to get replaced or we're going to get replaced, right? The whole company gets replaced. I lose my job as the leader, as the owner. So, you know, I think overall that mentality is helpful to human beings and great leaders often while the going is going on are considered maybe dicks, maybe blunt, maybe a little ruthless, maybe a little aggressive, maybe a little forward, maybe a little confrontational. And then in hindsight are considered great because how can you really move forward humans if you're avoiding confrontation, right? If you're not calling it straight, there's just not enough time to not call it straight. There's not enough time to delay confrontation. The world moves so quickly. People move so quickly. Your competition's moving so quickly that if you waste your fucking time with, you know, politically correct bullshit and pandering for like people's, you know, uh, basically weakness, then your organization is just not going to grow. I mean, and you see that all over and you don't see that with just small companies. Like you look at these massive, massive Twitter cut 80% of the fucking people. Okay. You know what that means? 80% of the people were living in a fucking fairy tale land, thought they were doing something that was important and actually fucking weren't. Think about that. Like you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars in payroll that was going to people who weren't fucking doing anything. Like, think about that. It's hard to wrap your head around. And then extrapolate that everywhere because Twitter was one of, you know, Twitter's Twitter. How many other huge companies are there where people are just showing up with their stories and with their emotions, really not doing anything because nobody's willing to just toe the line and say, hey, look, here's, here's where we really fucking are. Here's where you really fucking are. Here's what we need done. Here's what's getting done. Here's the gap. We need to close this fucking gap. Okay. It will be hard. You will feel stressed out. You are going to have to work your ass off. It may take a toll on your mental health to get this done. But you know what? You know what takes a bigger toll on your mental health, in my opinion? For me, maybe it's just my wiring. Giving up, falling short, being weak, and, you know, caving into my emotions and what I call like my lower self. That is how I hurt my mental health. I I optimize for feeling good and safe in the present moment when the truth is I need to optimize for growing and becoming comfortable with discomfort. That is how my mental health actually grows. It's not by oh, I need fucking nap time and I need like somebody to say this to me nicer. Like, look, like you can be that person and go through life and say, oh, I need, I need someone to say this to me nicer. 
right? Like this person's delivery sucked. Or you can look at yourself in the fucking mirror and say, okay, like this person's delivery was aggressive, right? Maybe he could have been a little bit nicer. Maybe he was having a bad day. But is there some truth in what what's being said here? Right? Like, is there some ownership that I can take? Is there some improvement points I can make that is more valuable than bitching about how I feel? And uh, typically, you're going to find an answer there. So I got a little fired up while having this conversation with myself. And uh, I hope you enjoyed listening. If you did, please share it with a friend. If you are in an organization with people and someone's a leader or you're a leader or you know a leader of an organization and you feel like they're you know stuck in this kind of like virtuous virtue signaling kind of cycle in which they can't really you know get the organization driving forward please share this with them it would mean the world to me i don't run any ads on this podcast and subscribe so you don't miss the next one Thank you so much for listening. This is Luke Kish with the Internet Capitalist Podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing day and go out there, be a good person, be a kind person, right? Like don't be a dick for no reason. But if you got a mission, if you're driving an organization forward, then you got to drive that motherfucker forward, man. Period. End of story. Have a good day and I will see you guys on the next episode.